This is High Stakes from Gerard Phillips, Kate and Hancock. This is High Stakes. I'm David Schifrin. Uh, we're talking about price transparency today. There has been increased attention coming on the topic. We're uh, coming up on three months out from the implementation of the new CMS rule. And as sort of the industry and the media starts to shift away somewhat from the pandemic, we're seeing increased attention on whether or not providers are compliant with this new rule. And so we've been looking at the issue quite a bit. And James Cervantes uh, from our national practice, one of our vice presidents, has been looking very closely on, uh, at this issue and, and working with clients on communications around price transparency. So, you know, quick update on what's going on. Um, James, what are you hearing and kind of what's the vibe around the industry right now? Uh, thanks, David. So there's a few things happening right now around the topic of price transparency. You know, it was interesting because when the rule rolled out on January 1st of this year, it was pretty quiet. We didn't see a lot of press and coverage, which, you know, we we didn't think there would be. There was so much happening, as you said, around the country with sort of surges after the holiday. We were seeing the vaccination conversations really ramping up during that time. Recovery efforts still well underway across, you know, um, organizations and, and healthcare providers. And so there, there wasn't a lot of attention on the topic around price transparency. But now, as you said, we're sort of, you know, 60 plus days into it. And just this last week, we saw two pretty important articles come out, both from health affairs and modern healthcare, that are pointing out two things. One, that almost two thirds of the largest hospitals in the U.S. have not uh, fully complied with uh, parts of the, the price transparency rule. So that's one. And then two, um, a more in-depth piece from Modern Healthcare going into more detail around the variation in price and cost. Um, so not only did they uncover that less than 20% of hospitals in the state of Tennessee are non-compliant, uh, their article goes on to point out the significant variation in hospital pricing with payers. And that's really where the conversation sits right now. You know, a lot of providers made the deliberate decision against posting their price information for strategic reasons. So I think the question is, how soon are they going to change their course um, and really start to see this as an opportunity to share information with patients, meet the rules so that they're not penalized and, and make decisions that you know ultimately will better the patient and their consumers that they're trying to serve. So keep going on that a little bit, James. Uh, before we get into sort of the, the ideas for both compliant and non-compliant providers, put price transparency in the context of the larger issue of I guess what we could call consumerism in the healthcare. There's getting to be more and more of a drive for that. There was before the pandemic, and again, it seems like it's picking up. So where does where does this particular issue fit within that larger context? It's part of a larger movement toward uh, transparency and interoperability. Um, so the price transparency rule, other rules from CMS like the Cures Act, where ultimately what we're trying to do, what you know, uh, CMS government agencies is trying to empower patients and put their information in their hands so that they can be better consumers, um, that they can be better patients and ultimately more accountable for their healthcare. The idea is that if you have the information at your fingertips, you make better decisions. So that's, that's one part of it. It's part of this broader conversation around interoperability. Um, so how are hospitals sharing information with patients and consumers? in a simple way that they can understand. How are we empowering our patients to be accountable for their health so that they can manage it better? 
ultimately leading to better outcomes. So for hospitals, you may not agree with the rule. However, I'd have to believe that this idea of transparency and patient empowerment really aligns with most the missions and, and values of these hospitals and health systems. Is there anything new uh, that's been surprising? I, mean, I think you said at the beginning that it's not a surprise that there wasn't a lot of attention on the new rule. And frankly, we were talking about this before January and, and recognizing that a lot of providers may not be compliant. Is there anything that's happened in the intervening three months or so uh, that has caught you off guard that's been a surprise? I think what's interesting is that is really what the article, the Health Affairs article pointed out, that some of the largest hospitals in the country are choosing not to be compliant. I think the assumption was that most would because that they have the ability to. But I think what what is interesting is that you have to ask why, why they're not being compliant. And I have to believe that it's likely because they are benefiting from advantage pricing. Um, it's something that, you know, hospitals, um, providers, and payers talk a lot about. They have sort of negotiated contracts, but it's not something that's been at the forefront of consumers. It's not data that's been shared historically with government agencies. So you have to believe or have to think that they're just, they're not disclosing that for a reason, right? And so I think what ultimately we're going to see is they, they believe that they're the, the taking the penalty of $300 a day is worth it because if they don't, that it's going to open a whole other can of worms around what their pricing looks like, um, how they're benefiting from some of these contracts with payers, and how ultimately a lot of the burden of uh, pricing and costs is pushed down to the patient, which is not alignment with their mission. So, James, since we haven't really seen any enforcement to this point, and uh, we have now Javier Becerra is now secretary, things kind of have changed over the last week. When when do you expect to see that enforcement start to kick in? Right. So what we know right now is that the Biden administration, you know, is moving forward with price transparency. They're not rolling it back. Um, we haven't seen any uh, enforcement of it from CMS just yet. Um, but I'd have to believe, especially given the coverage that it's now getting and that we've seen in the last week, um, that CMS is going to start auditing hospital websites to ensure compliance and that they could start penalizing hospitals up to $300 a day for noncompliance. It's, it's a really cumbersome process because everyone's doing it a little bit differently. Um, and it's just a tremendous amount of data. So from a communication standpoint perspective, you know, hospitals, health systems, if you're not compliant, perhaps use this time. Um, as they're starting to sort of look under the hood at this data on their websites to get compliant. Um, and if you're going to stay the course of deliberately not posting, then you have to be ready to speak to to why and, and what you are doing to be transparent with data and information and costs with patients. So that's that's the other side of it. And I think there is so much trust right now that consumers and patients have in providers for the way that they're improving the health of communities and navigating, you know, the vaccines and, and really throughout COVID that we want to make sure that their reputation is preserved. And so if, if a hospital health system is not compliant, that could put that reputation in jeopardy. What about the other side of that uh, for hospitals that are compliant or feel like they're they're living by the letter of the, the new rule, but maybe are either getting attention that they didn't expect because their prices are out of line with competitors or you know whatever it might be. They said, okay, we're, we're going to comply, but they're still getting something that they weren't expecting. So uh, just in general, what should compliant hospitals be doing? 
you have to think about the good that you're doing for patients and for your community beyond sort of a price or a cost, right? So if those health systems and hospitals know that they're sort of at the higher end of their pricing within the market, um, and then that might be uncovered in an, an article or in a local news story, they need to be prepared and, and be able to clearly articulate the value that they're providing to patients in their community beyond a price, right? Health is more than just the cost of a knee replacement or the cost of your primary care visit. It's about the care that they're providing for the whole patient, the benefit that they're providing to the community. So I think it would be wise for hospitals and health systems to have ready, you know, some of those um, proof points so that they can easily speak to all the good things that they're doing and how they help patients beyond just that single episode or that single charge, um, right? It, it's, it's more than just that price or cost. Cool. Everything comes back to the mission, as you said, towards the beginning. Like, what are you doing for patients? That's right. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for the update, James. Appreciate, uh, appreciate the insight. Thanks, David.